Hey, hey, mama. Welcome back to the Lifestyle Medicine Project. I'm so glad that you made it back. So, have you ever heard yourself say, my kid won't eat that. There is no way my child would do that. Ain't no way my child would eat that. Well, do you really know that? Have you ever offered it to them? Do you know on average it takes at least 15 times and possibly up to 30 for a child to be exposed to a food for them to try it? Welcome to the Lifestyle Medicine Project. If you're ready to finally commit to lifelong health, feeling better, and improving your mental and physical health for good, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Jennifer Coble, a nurse practitioner, certified functional medicine practitioner, boy mom to three, and wife. I have a calling on my life to transform the way that you view and experience healthcare because I believe that traditional medicine is leading people astray. We don't need to give a pill for the ill. We need to empower people to have a true lifestyle transformation, both internally and externally, and most importantly, commit and be disciplined to the process. It's time for you to go against the grain to get to optimal health that is going to have you feeling incredible. I can't wait to create a true lifestyle change with you. Let's mandate vegetables and tackle this project together. So let's think about this. If you try to offer your child, toddler, whoever, a Brussels sprout once a week for 15 weeks, that's more than three months. Now, does that take some dedication? Yes. Is it worth it? Yes. If you don't offer your kids foods that they quote unquote don't like, they won't ever know if they really like them because you aren't giving them a chance to like them. Okay? I'm not saying give them boiled Brussels sprouts 15 weeks in a row. I'm saying find a way that's good that you like. You're, you know, other people in your family like roasted, toasted, broiled, bold, whatever. Doesn't matter. Find a way to prepare the vegetable and then introduce it to them different in different ways. Maybe they, you know, maybe they like it a different way. Maybe they like it boiled instead of roasted or vice versa. Okay. So when your kids hear you say, oh, my kid won't, she doesn't need that. Or when they hear you say that they don't like something or that you don't like something, they feed off of what they hear you say. They feed off your thoughts and your views around food and everything else. Such as yelling at refs and umps. It, not that I ever do that, but I'm just saying they feed off of your actions and your behaviors. So if you as a mother... Change your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions around food. You will see that your kids will change theirs also. So, right now, I'm giving you permission to stop the dieting. Stop restricting. Stop withholding things. Because your babies are watching you do this and they are learning from your behaviors. Stop belittling yourself. Stop. Just stop. Your babies are watching you and they're learning from you.
So give yourself some credit. I mean, you are listening to this podcast, so let's just give you some credit. And you know, you're on the right path. Anyway, I digress. So let's talk about how to get your kids to eat some vegetables without giving them a complex. Okay? Number one, add in more sweet vegetables. Sweet vegetables, what do I mean? Sweet potatoes, sweet peas, butternut squash, carrots. You can make them sweeter by roasting them or sauteing them in the pan um, or in a, in a pan and some butter or olive oil or, or whatever it is. Or, um, yeah, roasting them, main thing, especially with sweet potatoes and butternut squash. It brings out the sweetness and they are delicious. You just cut them up into cubes, put some olive oil on them, salt and pepper, throw them on the pan, put them in the oven, roast them. They're delicious, okay? Second way, add them to soup. Cut up the carrots or green peas. Throw some green peas in there. Cut up some celery, really tiny onions. Throw them in the soup. And you can add them to homemade pizza sauce. You can grate up some carrots. Y'all, pizza sauce is tomatoes. That's a vegetable. Let's not get, let's not go too far there, but still, that's a vegetable, um, you can also let them help you prepare the food. Um, my youngest loves to use his little um, spatula, icing spreader, whatever you call them, and quote-unquote cut things up. He loves to help do that. He feels like he's an important part. Um, also, you could take them to the grocery store on a quote-unquote special trip and let them choose something that they want to try. Just walk around the produce section and talk about it. And, you know, it's like a fun, like, mommy-son date or mommy-daughter date, you know, whatever. I have boys, so I automatically go to sons. But it's a fun, like, date for y'all to have. Um, let them help you in the kitchen. Like I said, my youngest one loves to use his little spatula to cut stuff up. My middle one he thinks it's pretty cool to be able to use the um, peeler. My oldest one, he's kind of hit or miss these days. But moms and boys, let me tell you, their future wives will love you for letting the, letting them help you in the kitchen. Okay, you're giving them life skills to use in the future. Now, sometimes there are things that are more involved and you know, you could help them instead of, you know, help letting them help you cut stuff up. You could get them to read the instructions to you if you're using a recipe. So, you know, this practices, gets practice reading skills and gets them familiar with ingredients and measurements. You can also let them grab ingredients for you. This familiar, familiarizes them with the pantry and the refrigerator and the, the freezer. Um, you can get them to help you measure stuff out. This helps them with their math. Y'all, we are multitasking here. I know I told you in an earlier episode, don't multitask. But right here, y'all, this is on point multitasking right here. They're helping you and you're teaching them. They could, if they're old enough, help crack the eggs. Now, y'all, you're going to have some shells in there, but it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Let them help crack the eggs. And then give them choices. Do you want green beans or sweet potatoes? You know, that gives them control over 
their choices, not you're going to eat your sweet potatoes. Then, you know, if somebody tells you that you're going to do something, it, it probably ticks you off. So give them a choice. Do you want green beans or sweet potatoes? You've given them two choices, but they're two healthy choices. So giving them choices makes it feel less forced, makes them feel like it's their decision. Um, if your kids are like mine, they're just a tiny bit strong-willed. That will pay off in the end. I know it will. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing them with that quality. Anyway, <laughs> so let's just run through it real quick. Number one, add in more sweet vegetables, like sweet potatoes, sweet peas, butternut squash. Two, add the vegetables into soups. Three, add the vegetables into homemade pizza. You can um, shred carrots and, you know, hide it in there. You obviously probably have some onions in there. Um, let them help you prepare the food or help you in the kitchen, um, reading, read the ingredients and whatnot. And number five, give them choices. So, those were... Five ideas to keep from, to get your kids to eat vegetables and to keep from giving them a complex and hyper-focusing on food and calories and macronutrients, micronutrients, blah, 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 blah. Let's just focus on the fun part of it. We have to have food. That is the truth. We have to have food to survive. Like, end of story. Okay? Um... So let's make it something that's fun, where we have healthy thoughts, healthy habits around it, and make it a family thing. So I hope that this episode helped you in some way. If you got one little nugget from this episode, please send me an email at support at jennifercobel.com and let me know what that one nugget was and let me know if you implemented it at home. So I hope y'all have a fantastic day and I will talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave me a written review. Can't wait to hear from y'all.